through on Sunday, July 7, 2019. Uh, okay, let me just print this page out. Oh, boy. That, I, I, I just, the, the hair on the back of my neck stood up because with all the writing that's been going on about the earthquakes, I hadn't seen anything about the nuclear connection, and you made it so powerful. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, no, no. This was like an outpouring of absolute rage. So, um, well, obviously my printer is not doing what it's supposed to be doing. So I'll just take it. I got some questions here that uh, and I'll take that out and just do that again. I can read them off the screen if necessary. Um, so, okay, so let's just get started. And How long do you have? Uh, you want a half hour? We can do a half hour. Okay, let's do half an hour. All right. Harvey Wasserman, great to have you with you. Great to have you with us on such short notice here on Nuclear Hot Seat. Thank you. Uh, it's always an honor to be on with you, baby. We have a situation in Los Angeles where we have just had, admittedly, about 120 to 200 miles away, two earthquakes over the last week. A 6.4, which is quite major, that took place on July 4th. And then the next day, July 5th, we had a 7.1. What were the implications of those earthquakes for the nuclear reactors at Diablo Canyon and the waste that is being buried in substandard canisters at San Onofre? Well, the, the, big, the number one issue is uh, Diablo Canyon. The, uh, the quakes uh, at Ridge, Ridgefield, uh, Ridgeview, China Lake, um, were less than 200 miles from the epicenter of the two reactors at Diablo Canyon. And uh, that is um, it was actually a comparable distance uh, for the, uh, maybe a little further from the, uh, the epicenter of the quake that caused um, uh, Fukushima. And uh, of course, Fukushima, the quake resulted in a tsunami, but um, it is very scantily discussed that uh, the tsunami at Fukushima um, uh, did not arrive at uh, at Fukushima until uh, Unit 1 was already actually melting down. There's some controversy over this, but it appears that the, uh, the quake itself caused the uh, disaster, at least at Unit 1 at Fukushima. So the, uh, the quake at uh, Ridgefield, Ridgeview China Lake was within range of uh, having um, uh, blown out uh, Diablo Canyon. Now, these two reactors at Diablo Canyon, uh, first of all, we have had a report, it was reported by the um, Associated Press in 2014, that um, the resident Nuclear Regulatory Commission inspector at Diablo Canyon uh, named Michael, Dr. Michael Peck um, did a report basically saying that uh, given what had been discovered uh, about earthquakes around earthquake faults around Diablo Canyon, that the reactors should be shut because they cannot withstand uh, a credible earthquake uh, at Diablo Canyon. And uh, Dr. Peck, I mean, there's no one more, um, shall we say, authoritative about a nuclear power plant than the NRC resident inspector. I mean, the, the, the commission is completely corrupt, but much, much of the staff it, it does its job. And Michael Peck was eminently qualified. 
he he was there, and he he what happened was that uh, when Diablo was built, um, the owners Pacific Gas and Electric knew about a a fault called the Hosby Fault. It's about three miles uh, offshore, uh, and never told anyone, and it really did not build the reactor to spec to withstand um, an earthquake from uh, from the Hosby Fault. And in the course of the past uh, decades, um, uh, a dozen, uh, count them, a dozen more seismic faults have been found. Oh, sorry. Let me unplug that. Okay, start that, that, that part again. Uh, within the course of the past decades, a dozen more um, uh, seismic faults have been found in the near vicinity of the Abel Canyon. I mean, this thing basically... If you want to describe the earthquake fault situation at the Abo Canyon, you have to kind of look at it as a baseball that's uh, hit into into glass and shattered it. I mean, there's obviously a um, a, ne- a whole network of earthquake faults on which the Abo Canyon has been built. I mean, it's insane. Plus, it's a mere four, it's less than 50 miles from the uh, San Andreas Fault. And God forbid the San Andreas should go off uh, in that vicinity. Um, uh, Diablo will um, be be destroyed. Now, here's what we would expect, and here's why L.A. is so key. The fact is that Diablo Canyon is about two, a little under 200 miles, as the crow flies, from uh, uh, Los Angeles, from downtown Los Angeles. And the, the prevailing winds uh, are from uh, the north. Uh, I mean, I, I know that for sure because I ride my bike on the uh, bike path uh, along the ocean, along the PCH, Pacific Coast Highway, from Santa Monica to Venice on a pretty regular basis. And uh, without exception, when you go down, uh, the wind is to your back, and when you come back up north, the wind is in your face. And that means the wind is blowing from the north, from San Luis Obispo, and from Diablo Canyon which is nine miles west of San Luis Obispo on the Pacific Ocean. So um, the reality here is that you had a 7.1 quake at, at Ridge, Ridgeview, uh, Ridgecrest. Ridgeview. Ridgecrest. No, Ridgecrest. Ridgecrest, China Lake. And uh, a 7.1 is more than sufficient to reduce Diablo Canyon to rubble. And uh, uh, Diablo is about 100, well, it's under 200 miles as the crow flies again from Ridgecrest, China Lake. And so uh, uh, if the, that quake, God forbid, had gone off um, about less than 200 miles to the northwest, um, uh, you would have a Diablo Canyon reduced to rubble. Now, what would happen is, and I'm not sure, uh, Levy, uh, have you seen the Chernobyl series on HBO? I have resisted it because I've read several books about it, and I don't know that I want those images coming up that violently and that directly to me. It's enough that I have read the words about them. Well, <laughs> sooner or later, you're going to have to Sooner watch or it. later, I will. And I would, I, would, I would recommend watching it early in the day and with someone. I mean, I've been involved in the anti-nuclear movement since 1973. I did a report on nuclear power in ninth grade in 1959. 
And I have to say that uh, I have never seen anything like this. Um, it is the number, you know, it's the number one uh, viewed uh, TV series in the history of TV, mm-hmm. uh, which is very encouraging. And uh, I, I made a mis- my mistake was watching it at night because I couldn't sleep, which has never happened to me. And all the years, uh, I'm 73, and all the years I have watched tel- uh, movies and TV, I, I have never been unable to sleep until this. And what, what got to me was the uh, um, uh, visuals of the, the men uh, who went into the plant uh, dying from radiation sickness. I mean, uh, it is uh, absolutely, and I have to say, it is absolutely devastating. And I have to say that they, they did pull two punches on this thing, and only two that I could tell. I mean, you know, you and I, Levy, have been writing about Chernobyl since it happened. And, but to, uh, there's much, much, much about uh, Chernobyl that uh, I learned from this. Um, you know, it, it became a three-dimensional um, uh, disaster. I was even in Kiev in 1996, um, uh, 10 years after, for a conference. I, I would not go anywhere near that plant. I was not comfortable being in Kiev, which is 80 miles down, 80 kilometers down, down river. Um, and and I, I got out of there as soon as I could. And unfortunately, our good, good friend Michael Marriott went to the plant and has since died of cancer. So, you know, it's, uh, but at any rate, uh, in, this, in this piece, uh, the, it's a five-part uh, series. I believe it's a little over an hour each, uh, each segment. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. They did okay. not, well, let me just finish it. They did not point out, uh, they, they showed no footage and no uh, presentation was heavily implied of uh, the uh, uh, birth-defected children. And they also, at the end, they said that as many as 90,000 people died. And you and I know that uh, the, the Yablokov uh, study showed 985,000. But to get to the situation here in Los Angeles, the bottom line is this. Um, if, if Diablo Canyon is reduced to rubble, uh, the, the core will melt. There will be hydrogen explosions. The, the, the core will then uh, um, melt into the earth. Uh, Diablo is on a bluff, uh, about, it's about 60, 70, 80 feet high off the ocean. But, of course, the intake pipes are off the ocean. There could be a tsunami if there's a, a quake up there, and, which would destroy the intake pipes. You know, the, the reactors themselves might be high enough off the, off the ocean, off the sea level, to not be hit by the tsunami physically, but the intake pipes will be destroyed anyway, and so it's moot. There will be explosions. There will be, at some point, the core could hit groundwater or the ocean itself, causing explosions in the, uh, of a magnitude in the range of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And then the amount of radiation uh, that go, would go up into the atmosphere would be apocalyptic. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. Um, um, those two reactors are old, so they have accumulated huge quantities of residual radiation in their cores. And if those cores are exploded uh, after they melt, they, um, uh, or while they melt, uh, uh, the, the, a radioactive cloud will be created that will go down straight to Los Angeles, um, 10 million people wiping out Santa Barbara and everything else 
along the way. The death toll, the human death toll, will be in the millions, and the um, property damage will be incalculable, and the tr trillions will understate it. Uh, the Central Valley will be destroyed, and uh, there will be no, no more food will come out of the Central Valley, uh, causing enormous impact, I mean, in incalculable impacts on the ability of the human race, and certainly the United States, to feed itself. The cloud will cross the United States because that's the, 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 the wind goes from west to east. And uh, circle the globe, uh, uh, you know, num as an identifiable entity numeral numerous times, as did the cloud from Chernobyl, and then diffuse into the overall biosphere. Um, um, essentially, uh, it would be, I, you know, I can't throw out a number, but in the range of 50 to 50-50, whether or not the human race would survive. I mean, we're talking about uh, a, a, a species ending an extinction event. It would be an extinction event. And we're only talking about moving the 7.1 earthquake from China, uh, China Lake uh, to uh, San Luis Obispo, less than 200 miles. And there is no doubt that those earthquake faults are all linked. And uh, it's, it's shocking that it hasn't even spread at this point. Okay, let me get something in here because I have about 47 questions to put in. But um, okay, that is the hypothetical what if. What do we know about existing problems at Diablo that are dangerous all by themselves, even without an earthquake becoming involved? Okay, so first of all, these reactors uh, opened in the 80s, so they're 30 plus years old. Um, which means that they are embrittled. All reactors uh, that are that old are embrittled. You subject the metals in the uh, interior to uh, three decades of the world's most possible intense radiation, heat, and pressure. And no matter how good or how thick the metal is, it will undergo chemical changes. The, the, the embrittlement at Diablo 1 was measured by the Nuclear Regulatory Commission more than 10 years ago, and they, it was um, rated as one of the most embrittled reactors in the country. Now, embrittlement means that the, uh, the metal in the uh, components uh, loses its elasticity and uh, its resilience. And so uh, if, it's, if, it's hit by, if it's hot and it's hit by, hot, uh, by cold water, which is what has to happen if there's a, God forbid, a meltdown, then it will shatter. And if the metals inside the reactor core shatter under pressure with the heat of a, of a um, uh, chain reaction still going on, you have an apocalyptic event. The, the reactor will blow apart. The water will shatter through the, uh, will pour through the shattered piping uh, onto the core uh, there will be hydrogen and the, there will be steam. And the hydrogen will explode and the steam will blow the, the reactor to pieces and the radiation will pour into the atmosphere. That's embrittlement. We are 100% certain that uh, Unit 1 at the Avo Canyon is significantly um, uh, embrittled. And um, there's, the unit, unit 2 is slightly different, but Unit 1 
uh, is older, and they used copper in the welding um, at Unit 1. And after they built Unit 1, they discontinued using that copper because it's known to be more prone to embrittlement. So, you know, uh, th there's absolutely no doubt that this is the situation. We have begged the governor of California, um, Gavin Newsom, to independently investigate, uh, inspect these two reactors so we can find out not if it's embrittled, but how embrittled it is. And we have gotten zero response from the state, completely ignored our petitions, which you have signed along with Mimi Kennedy, Jane Fonda, Jody Evans, um, Lily Tomlin, uh, Martin Sheen, Eric Roberts, Graham Nash. I mean, it's uh, uh, Jody Evans. It's ridiculous. Uh, we haven't even gotten a, 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 a written response. Uh, and it, there's nothing to do with an inspection. It's not a hard thing to do. The, we also would guess, uh, with, uh, it's not really a guess, it's reasonable certainty that the piping is cracked, as would happen after, you know, uh, so many years. Uh, we know that Pacific Gas and Electric is in bankruptcy. They have their third president in two years. Uh, they, they blew up uh, a neighborhood in San Bruno in 2010 and killed eight people. Uh, they, they burned down Northern California, uh, killing 80 people, uh, destroying 10,000 structures. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was the Paradise Fire, which started with sparks coming off of some of the what the uh, the electric towers that they had. Well, what happens is the tower, the uh, uh, transmission lines, transmission uh, lines are compromised. They're they're under maintained, and um, uh, they uh, the wires come down. They don't trim the. Uh, uh, the brush underneath, and um, the sparks fly, and the 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 the, the, the fires start. This is how pa Paradise, California, was burned to the ground. And um, you know they are in bank. They they declare bankruptcy, basically to avoid the lawsuits from the people whose lives they destroyed. And you know they're in bankruptcy court. They were PG&E was is a crim convicted criminal because of the murder that they perpetrated in uh, San Bruno. And um, these are the people that are running Diablo Canyon, these two enormous okay. nuclear power plants. Okay, so given that these earthquakes were at distance, do we know of, do we yet know of any direct impact on Diablo Canyon's reactors because of the earthquakes? Not at this time. It's pretty far. Uh, but, you know, the point is, God forbid, um, uh, the, the quake should spread as we would expect it to. Uh, you know, uh, it's inevitable. And there's Let no me... way that um, uh, those reactors can withstand a 7.1 earthquake. Just cannot. Okay, a little bit of a side thing here. Are you familiar with the work of Dutch Synths? who posts a lot on YouTube and has been tracking earthquakes and the like. No. I've heard his name. I've seen his things through the years and not paid close attention, but I just watched a one-hour video he put up about the earthquakes and about the pattern of earthquakes and how they function, why this particular area was 
really something that he had actually predicted a while ago and where we are going over the next four to five days in terms of potential pressure build up and energy build up that has to be released. And I found it frightening because one of the areas that he was targeting as a possible weak spot was just off the coast, not far from San Onofre, excuse me, not far from Diablo Canyon. Well, you know, we don't know that much about earthquakes. I'm glad that he's doing this work. Um, but, you know, the, the state doesn't seem to be paying attention. I mean, you know, God forbid, uh, th- those reactors should not be oper- operating. I mean, a whole other reasons why not. But, you know, with the threat of the earthquake, it's absolutely um, uh, uh, suicidal on, a, on, a, on an apocalyptic scale to allow those reactors to continue to operate. I mean, so what? So what can we do if there have been petitions? And I know there's another one up on the Solartopia site, or maybe it's the same one. But if the there same are one. if there are petitions, if there are calls, if people are are asking for this and not even getting a response, what in your mind is necessary to bring this to the proper attention and get some action on it? Well, Levy, not only can't we get a response from the governor or the state, we can't get any interest from the media. I mean, you're the first radio call I've had. And, uh, you know, I have my show, the Solartopia show on KPFK. And, um, uh, but uh, the, there's a complete denial on this. And one of the things you learn in the, um, in the Chernobyl uh, series, which is incredibly important, is that they knew the Soviets knew that the control rods uh, that they were going to insert in case of an accident at a nuclear power plant in the Soviet Union, they knew that if they inserted a control rod, it would cause the reactor to blow up. And they, and they did nothing. The Chernobyl reactor blew up when the operators in the um, control room did the right thing and inserted the control rods, not knowing that the people who run the, ran the uh, nuclear power industry in uh, the Soviet Union knew that if they did that, the place would blow up. It was, mean, a, desi- it, it was, it was a design flaw. It was yes, a design flaw. And they, and they the, knew it. And they knew it, and they didn't tell the guys in the control room who died. And, you know, along with uh, a million other people. And, you know, this, this is the same thing we have going on here in the United States. I mean, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission is a Soviet agency. And uh, uh, they, they received Michael Peck's report, the site inspector at the Avo Canyon, for five years, warning that these two reactors had to shut because they could not um, meet uh, you know, could not res- withstand a credible earthquake, which we've just seen at China Lake, to less than 200 miles away. And the NRC response was to fire him and move him to Tennessee, and he's no longer with the agency, and to bury his report. They did not want his report to become public. It's exactly the same as what happened at Chernobyl. And uh, here we are, uh, the, the earthquake knocking at the door, and nothing has happened. There is not. I listened to five hours of CNN coverage of the earthquake, 
And it was like happy talk. Nobody was killed, and oh, there was shaking, and look at the mess in the supermarket. Yeah, also, and at, le- at least it was far enough away from Los Angeles or major population areas, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they were all having a good time. Nobody got hurt, blah, blah, blah. Isn't this fun? You know, and, and these people were in La La Land. And I have to say, Levy, I mean, I have loved that pretty much everything I've done in the anti-nuclear moment, but I did make one major sacrifice. I, um, uh, I went to see the movie San Andreas um, about, you know, with uh, some big star, I can't remember his name, and uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And it was, a, you know, a major motion picture about uh, the San Andreas going off and had San Francisco flooded and L.A. in ruins and blah, blah, blah. And, and I missed one of the best NBA playoff uh, championship games in history between the Cavs and the, uh, and, and, uh, the Warriors. But that's, you know, that was uh, the sacrifice I made. And, uh, and I went and I had to go because someone said that they made this whole movie about the San Andreas going off and never mentioned the Avo Canyon. And I couldn't write that without seeing the movie. So I sat through the movie. It was excruciating. And true, sure enough, they did a whole movie about the San Andreas Max earthquake going off, holes in the, you know, giant holes in the ground, L.A. and San Diego, uh, San Francisco, utterly destroyed. Not one mention about the Diablo Canyon nuclear plant, any nuclear plant. Unbelievable, obscene. And so here we've had saturation coverage of these two earth, of these earthquakes here, basically two, a six and a seven, and not a single mention of nuclear power. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, uh, you have to wonder if our species has brains enough to survive. You know, I mean, what is the point here? Um, uh, and, and no word from the governor, no word from the from the state government, not a peep from the nuclear regulatory. And it's even worse from the nuclear regulatory commission. I'm sure you know this, Levy. After 2011, uh, the the uh, disaster at Fukushima. Uh, the, the chair of the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, Greg Yasko, ordered a staff study and report and, uh, um, you know, course of action from, uh, in the wake of Fukushima, where only four American reactors blew up. And um, the staff came back within the past year, took them a long time, with a very detailed and exhaustive list of regulations that needed to be put in place to as a as a reaction to the disaster at Fukushima for American reactors and the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, three of the five commissioners are Trump people, uh, said no, forget it, we're not going to do anything. Nothing has been done to the regulatory structure of the American nuclear power industry with 97 reactors, as soon to be 96, thankfully, when CMI shuts. Uh, but uh, there has been no regulatory reaction to the Fukushima accident. And, you know, not a peep from the NRC. I'm sure they'll get a, we'll get a single paragraph press release saying everything is wonderful at the Abu Canyon. But, you know, uh, we don't know where these, these, where these seismic uh, shakes are going to hit next. And, and, and God forbid it hits at the Abu Canyon. Harvey, your outrage is well-placed, and it's an important reminder to the rest of us. What are you doing 
in follow-up. Where do you go next with this information? And is there anything we can do to support you? Well, you got to do it. You know, I circulated a, we circulated a petition. We pulled together a beautiful, and you've been a part of it, amazing group in, 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 in Los Angeles. We got A-list Hollywood stars to sign this petition. We know that the petition was sent back channel to the governor, our great liberal environmentalist governor, and um, uh, nearly 2,000 people have signed the petition to move on. You can, listeners can sign it. It's at solartopia.org. And um, uh, we've got nothing. Not only that, uh, Levy, I have submitted op-eds, and I've had uh, 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 Hollywood stars uh, submit op-eds to the major newspapers in this state, the L.A. Times, the Sacramento Bee, the San Francisco Chronicle, and they will not print our op-eds. It's astounding. They will not print our op-eds about the state of the reactors at the Abbo. So now, now the earthquake has happened. I'll write another op-ed or two, send it in under my name, see if I can get other more famous people to sign and send those in, and we'll see if somebody's actually going to pay attention. We can keep calling the governor. You know, we, we have a Soviet government here. I mean, this is, this is uh, on a, a clear path to absolute ca- catastrophe. If, that, if those two reactors blow up, as they will if they, when they're hit by an earthquake, they will blow up. Uh, and that cloud will come straight to L.A., 10 million people. It will go into the Central Valley. It will wipe out San Diego. It will go across the country. And, you know, uh, uh, no, one's, no one seems to want to hear about it. And you've got a bankrupt company uh, at PG&E. They're criminals. They've been convicted of federal crimes, PG&E. And, um, and the state won't touch them. It's insane. Well, Harvey, we will stay in touch with you. We will give this whatever coverage we can. And if anybody's got any good ideas as to how we can raise this to the governor, to the media, any place else, if you've got any connections, let Harvey know, let me know. And listen to his show, Solartopia, which is on KPFK here in Los Angeles. Maybe you're the greatest. I love your book, by the way. Um, you know, your book is a, a masterpiece, and your um, uh, activism is just absolutely essential. So uh, we, we, we need to keep – we have a magnificent Southern California um, uh, environmental network on this. We just got to keep building, and somewhere, you know, if there's in no way, shape, or form hyperbolic to say that the fate of the human race depends on getting those reactors shut before they're hit by the next earthquake. And this, the earthquake that hit China Lake was sufficient to absolutely level Diablo Canyon, and it's less than 200 miles. So we we have to do something. And like I say, uh, everyone listening, you need, I, I never really uh, uh, recommend TV shows, but you have to see the Chernobyl series. Uh, you, uh, I, I, having been to Kiev, having been with Chernobyl for more than 30 years from the day it happened, it, it, it's a whole other level, order of magnitude of consciousness. Do not see it at night, you know, and don't see it alone. <laughs> But uh, it's really that good. And, and so I'm going to try and track down the, uh, the writer and see if I can uh, interview him. There was, weirdly enough, the writer oh. 
<laughs> oh no no the, the the writer is pro nuclear. It's fine. Craig, I'm, Craig, I'm glad. Craig I'm gl- yes, I'm glad he's pro nuclear because it means that this this inc- the 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 mo- it is the by far the most graphic indictment of nuclear power ever made, and I'm glad it was made by somebody pro nuclear. So uh, you know if he if he's if he's got a brain that can be pro nuclear after seeing that, you know, God help him. But, you know, uh, we can always say now that that was made by someone pro-nuclear. It's actually pretty important. So um, I'm, I'm fine with that. I do want to interview him. Uh, if you have a way to get to him, maybe uh, let me know. Uh, but uh, everybody, you've got to see this thing. And uh, we gotta, we got to do what we got to do. There's, our lives are on the line here and our children and our grandchildren. So let's, let, let's get these reactors shut, please. Harvey Wasserman, you have been a beacon within this movement for decades now. And the ferocity and the specificity of your activism is a thing of beauty, and I wish we didn't need it, but we do. And I am so glad you made yourself available this morning for an interview for Nuclear Hot Seat. Well, Levy, you're the greatest, and I always want to talk to you, so keep up. Thank you. Hold on one second. I had an anecdote that I wanted to want – oh, 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 about the Chernobyl series. I caught a little squib about it like last December or early January, and I started then trying to get – you know, it's kind of like, okay, it's HBO. I'd like to do an interview with someone if it's possible for me to see, you know, one of the episodes beforehand. That would be great. But I worked it, and they kept on stalling me and stalling me, and they ended up saying, oh, we don't have anybody available and sending me a press release because I guess I just I, – either I was too anti-nuclear or I just wasn't big enough as a podcaster for it. So I worked on them for a long, long time. And you know, the guy's got a uh, got a podcast now, so he can explain why what he showed in the film is really not what happened. What? Well, he's got he's got. It's like he's saying, "Oh no, 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 no." Well, we exaggerated this over. He, he oh well, there's one thing. There's one thing they did, and it's important to understand. They created a composite character, beautifully played by Emily Watson. Yeah. who I've always loved. She's a fabulous actress, and she seems to be a fabulous person. And, um, and so there was no single, you know, one female scientist who came forward with all this stuff. She represents a community of scientists. Mm-hmm. And, but that's fine. But the right. physical realities are actually understated because they, they never, you know, God help us, they never showed the deformed children. Right, right, well, which, which is a kappa. Did you see the book or did you read the book uh, Midnight in Chernobyl by Adam Higginbotham? No. That's the one. That's the one I read. And I actually thought that that was going to be used as the um, source for this series because, I mean, he goes into a description as to what the radiation does to the human body. And then he describes what happens to the people. And he's the one who, like, broke down everything in terms of the engineering. I think you would really like it, except the last chapter where I, I, I interviewed the guy and I said, did somebody else write this for you? Because it didn't sound like it came for you. He was just such a prick. I mean, because he writes all this stuff about how horrible Chernobyl was. And says the, oh, but we need nuclear. We don't. Anyway, that's like a whole other description, and I had to delay a, 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 a 10 o'clock phone call this morning. So I'm going to jump off now, Harvey, but I would really like – I'm about to go to Church Rock to um, cover the, the ceremonies around the uh, 40th anniversary of the uh, radiation, you know, the uranium spill there. 
But yeah. uh, when I get back sometime, you know, later this month or before too long, I would love to sit down with you and find out. I've got some media ideas that require, like, you know, uh, people of note in the entertainment industry. And you seem to have some of those connections. And maybe we can dream up something that would harness that star power along with the anti-nuclear message and actually get it out into the world in a significant way. Because I've got some pressure points that I've figured out, but I can't do this alone. And I, I at least need, you know, a brain size, you know, a collaborator with it. And maybe you would have the facility to be able to move forward with it. Well, let's talk. We should probably convene another meeting. Yeah. When yeah. I get back of our group. Do it. Let me know. You know, as long as it's not a, a, a Tuesday or a Wednesday, which are hardcore production days, um, I'm there. Okay. Great. Thanks so much, Harvey. Bye-bye. Thank you. Take care.